Would you agree that the stock market prices a stock based on what they think its value is going to be in the future? But how far in the future? Let's look at a stock not so much by what the stock market wants it to be worth, but what the owner wants it to be worth. What does Mark Zuckerberg want the price of his stock to be as a 38-year-old who's getting a salary of $28 million a year, who has a net worth of $43.6 billion? Does he want his stock price at 376 or would he rather have it down below 100 Would he all rather have it priced with the metaverse already in it, particularly if he's going out looking for new talent, new people to to help him take his stock to new levels, to make the metaverse a reality. He's competing for the best talent of the year. What do they want? They want a team to make a difference, and they want ownership. Do they want ownership at $100 a share or $400 a share? What do you think? Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, let's put ourselves in Mark Zuckerberg's seat. Again, he's young, he's rich, he has no need for money, and the stock market got out of hand and priced the metaverse into his stock as a result of the $9 trillion of new funny money who came into the market. His stock price went up to $376. He Bob started building out his team, spending a lot of money, and then the bottom fell. This is not the first time that's happened, and we'll look at that on a, on a chart. But now he's in a dilemma. He recognizes that he's ahead of the game, that he has a, a, what is going to change our world, or at least one element, and that is the metaverse. I watched some professional football games uh, this weekend, and I imagine that three to five years from now, I will be able to put on my opulous goggles that probably won't look a whole lot different than my prescription glasses, and I'll be able to go to the football game, and I'll be able to be Tom Brady, and I'll be able to experience what he experienced, everything from being hit and tackled and sacked to throwing the ball. I'll be able to experience that. And then the next day, if I want to go to a Taylor Swift concert, I'll be able to go to a Taylor Swift concert and be on the front row. And if I pay a little extra, I might even be able to get up on the stage with her and then go in after the concert and, and meet with her and a few of her close friends in her dressing room. That's what the future holds. But here's Mark's dilemma. He needs the talent to get that. To make that happen, let's assume that I am that talent. I'm a graduate of MIT. I'm at the top of my class. I know more about artificial intelligence and machine learning and, and computer architecture and, and the whole thing. I'm the top of the class. What is it I want? Well, if I don't want a place in my uh, uh, girlfriend's mother's garage, 
and my two buddies to help me build the next uh, Google or Apple or Amazon, I want a team. I want to work for a team or with a team that can change the world. That's what I want. And then I want a uh, hundred dollar or a hundred thousand dollar a year salary, but I want a pay package of two million dollars, and I want that in stock options. I want to live in a dormitory with my team, and so that we're there together for twenty four hours. I want a, a bonus at the end of the every year for a million dollars of stock options at a strike price of whatever it was selling for at the first of the year. That's what I want, and I am going to dedicate my life for three years of doing that. So if that's what I want, what do I want that stock price at until the end of the three years? I want it as low as it can be. And that's the dilemma that Mark was in. His price was up to $376, which was pricing in the future of the metaverse before anybody really had any understanding of the metaverse. So it's worked to his favor and his future employees and current employees' favor to get that price of stock down as low as it can. So he was given a gift in this last quarter when he revealed that he had overspent, that he had built too a, too big of a machine at too big of a cost, and his price of his stock came down, I believe, at some 65%. Now he is approaching February, where he will once again announce his earnings. And I believe, from my thumb on the advertising market, he's going to have a bad quarter. Is this good for Mark? Yes, it is. The best thing that can happen to Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook is if that stock price finds a new low. Then he can come to me, the genius from MIT, and say, look, Carrie, you now get a strike price of $75 on your on your signing bonus. You know that million dollar or 2 million dollar signing bonus that I was able to negotiate because I know that if I can get with my team and we can work for Mark and and Facebook or called Meta Platforms over the next 3 years, we can drive that price of that stock right past $376 a share, up to $500 a share. Now my stock options make me a multimillionaire. That's what Mark is dealing with. We do not need to be worried about what is the price of the stock today. It makes no difference unless you're 96 years old and you're, you're cashing out or you need to cash out your meta stock in order to pay your mortgage. That's the only people who really should be concerned about what the price of the stock is today. Now, do we have any way to look back in history and say, hey, this has happened before. What Kerry is saying is making sense. Anytime there's been in the past there's been an over exuberance a a attitude of wow this is what's the hold in the future and let's just drive the price of that stock up and 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 capitalize on it yeah 
It happened in 2000. Look at the chart. I've put this up I don't know how many times, and I've sent it to you I don't know how many times. Look at the price of, of Apple and Microsoft and Amazon and NVIDIA as they came through the digital revolution. In 2000, Apple's price dropped 71%. Uh, Microsoft's dropped 64 um, Amazon's dropped 80, and then the following year it dropped 30. NVIDIA's stock dropped 83%. So this has happened before, that the market saw what was coming and over-exuberance took the price into unrealistic values. So now, as you can see, then the stock retreated and the reality set in, and in fact, the digital revolution did occur, and up went the prices. We had the same thing happen then again in 2008. Now, it was, it was given credit that it was a subprime crisis, and that's true, over-exuberance about the easy way to make money in rental property uh, and bad lending practices that created a crash. But right after that came e-commerce and the, the birth of social media, and these same stocks grew, one of them being Meta, which was then called Facebook. So my point is, this is a buying opportunity unless you have to sell your stock today. If you've got a three-day horizon, bet on Kerry, the the the... Uh, MIT graduate that knows artificial intelligence, machine learning, quantum computing, uh, architect, uh, web architecture, whatever those terms are. And, and he is going to get a bonus, signing bonus, at as low a price as he can. And it's at Mark's best interest that, that come this February, that the price of Meta goes down. Then he can kick it in, okay? So that's my interpretation. That's my basic guidance to say, stop worrying about what the talking heads say about Meta stock. Start looking at it and saying, if I were a 37-year-old, 38-year-old young man who was a multimillionaire, a billionaire, and making a $26 million salary, what would I want to happen to my stock price today, next week, February? That's the key. The key is their earnings report. And if you don't believe that, buy it today, okay? <laughs> I believe I'll have the best buying opportunity of the rest of my life on Meta stock shortly after the 1st of February. Okay? That's where I'm going. I'm go I want to do this basically for all of the stocks that are in this whole arena of not only the metaverse, but genome sequencing, genome editing, uh, big data, quantum computing. These are the things that are going to duplicate. Again, look at this chart. Look at that yellow line. See what happens after the yellow line. Now look at the bottom of the chart. What do you see? 
Another yellow line. It's happened. I'm just showing you three times. Or, yeah, it's happened many times. Learn from it. Put yourself in Mark Zuckerberg's position. Tomorrow, we'll look at Jeff Bezos' position. And we'll say, what does Jeff want to happen to Amazon stock? And what might he be willing to do in order to make it happen? Okay? All right. I'm excited, I think, uh, to get you to look beyond today. If I can achieve that, and if I can get you to look at this chart and study it and say, history tells me exactly what's going to happen all I need to do is put myself in the in front of it and make it happen to me. All right? The world is not as complicated as a lot of people would like you to believe it. We're just human beings. We do the same thing over and over and over again. And that's true of the stock market as well. Okay, that's my take. Um, let's talk about this a little bit more tomorrow. Music